0: Wouldn't be an official into the week if we didn't look at the week through ETFs and wrap the flows data. Joining us, Cynthia Murphy's managing editor to etf.com. Cynthia, let's jump straight into ARC, the longtime winner and unbeatable suite of funds from Kathy Wood's team. Of course, made some headlines when Tesla dipped and she came and said that they were buying more shares. But what happened in terms of the flows? Did people run out? Did they pile back in?
1: You know, is is the one topic we don't seem to get tired of talking about, right? So this past week it's been phenomenal because it's almost like everyone is looking for ARK to make a misstep or for investors to bail on a, a company that went from, they have seven ETFs, five of them being this disruptive theme. And they went from about $2 billion a year ago to a $60 billion firm today. So there's this anticipation of when is this going to end? And this week, RKK, the biggest fund there, which is the one people are really you know, most fascinated about, um, actually had its biggest single-day outflow at least since late 2019. It Whoa. lost about $450 million in one day. And that sent everybody into a frenzy, like, oh, my gosh, the momentum is over. Ark story is over. And then the fund went on to just pick up some assets the next day. So for the week, actually, it's oh. not positive. Only like $10 million or so. But uh, it's uh, clearly the base there is strong. And they probably saw the weakness in performance this week as a buying opportunity.
0: So it ended net positive on the week, RK, the flagship fund?
1: Yeah, barely, about $9 million. But, well, yeah. you know, you'll take it, right?
0: That's amazing. Basically, it went from getting tons and tons of inflows to kind of flat on the week. So, on a relative basis, it certainly was a different type of week for them, but it still didn't see net outflows. The only fund from their suite that did was the uh, ARC G, the genomic fund.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been really impressive. I mean, so far this year, this this collection of funds is up more than eight billion dollars in net inflows. So the outflows, when we see them, they're momentary, they're very short-lived, and they're met by strong, you know, by the dip type of phenomenon. So. People have been lightening up on their technology stocks, on their growth stocks, the whole conversation about higher rates ahead, what does that mean for valuations? But at the end of the day, some of the funds in these in this segment are uh, still holding on to a really strong base of investors who see this as a really long-term play. Whether it's, you know, pricey or not, these are the tech stocks or the disruptive stocks of the future. So nobody's really throwing in the towel yet, right?
0: Okay, no one's throwing in the towel yet, they just uh, got beat up a little bit, so they're getting some help uh, you know, in the corner, bruising, uh, fixing the bruises, getting ready to go back out and fight next week. Uh, but right now, there is a little bit of a difference here where the flow is at least slowed because of that big outflow day. What else? What about bonds, Cynthia? Did people run out of bonds or look at this as an opportunity?
1: It's been a lot of outflows in bonds. We've seen it both in the treasuries, especially long dated. We've seen it in corporate bonds, both investment grade. Um, LQD, for example, has lost a ton of money. I think like more than $5 billion so far this year. We've seen outflows in the junk bond space. JNK is in the red. So there has been this complete dumping of the fixed income ETFs for the week. You know, as $20 billion flow into ETFs, Fixed income as an asset class actually lost money. So it's in the red for the week. Most of the money went into equity ETFs instead. And it's all about the rates. It's all about bonds are expensive. And if rates go up, you're stuck in these funds. So people are dumping them big time.
0: Okay. So they're running away. Uh, That's a little bit different, right? I mean, we've been talking for years now about the funds. And, you know, on a long-term basis, usually, you know, uh, you can count on, TLT and you can count on the bond market as being a recipient of money, Um, you know, uh, only during brief moments of, you know, yield corrections before it's always money comes back in. I mean, am I wrong, Cynthia? You know, this has generally been a place where you can count on
1: yeah and what's amazing to me is that the fed is still buying bonds right so they're not buying you know bond etfs they're not buying lqd anymore like they did last year but they're still buying bonds every month so the support is in there but etf investors are still getting out of these positions uh so they're looking for the correction to come they're looking for these prices to go down and uh it's it's been a really tough segment for anybody who who's looking for asset growth
0: okay all right. So uh, certainly some changing uh, dynamics here. Mm-hmm. Big day out in ARC and uh, no one running to save the bond market, but piling into the funds just yet. Always great uh, to see the perspective here. Thanks for the numbers, Cynthia. Appreciate you bringing it to us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Have a great weekend. Cynthia Murphy, Managing Editor at ETF.com.